1: Score with the Jim Allen group at the Jagadvantage.com. Equal Housing Opportunity. Welcome to the WREL Daily Download. I'm your host, Amanda Lamb. There are no words except for it happened here. A shooting took place on the campus of UNC Chapel Hill Monday afternoon in a science building, Caudill Laboratories. One faculty member was killed. The entire campus was put on lockdown for hours as police searched for the shooter. Students and staff silently cowered in locked, dark classrooms, dorm rooms, and other campus buildings until they got the all clear. Terrified students texted their equally terrified parents, letting them know what was going on. Late in the afternoon, police took a suspect into custody off campus. First, we're going to start with a sophomore who was alone in her dorm room during the lockdown, Mary Esposito. Mary, welcome to the program. I really appreciate you doing this. I know this has been a difficult day. So walk us through what happened. How did you get the alert? Where were you? And and just what went on?
2: Yeah, so, yeah, thank you for having me on. So I was in my dorm room on North Campus um, when at first there was this, like, large, or loud alarm that sounded. And then it said um, over an intercom, like armed intruder, like everybody get inside and take shelter. And then we got an alert Carolina email that urged us all to like take cover immediately. Um, and then people just went into lockdown.
1: And I know this went on for several hours. Um, I actually talked to your mom. I know she was really worried, as all of the parents were. How did you feel as you went through this process? I mean, was it? surreal in the beginning did you feel like this isn't really happening and then how did you feel as you as it went on as it got prolonged
2: i guess i assumed it was going to be one of those like drills because we had just had a fire drill last week um and then also you know you get like occasional alert carolinas but you know nothing has ever like i don't know been this this had this much magnitude but then after like an hour you know and we're still listening to the police scanner and Now, like news stations are here, I think, at least I started to realize um, like more of the severity of the situation.
1: And I know you probably know by now that a faculty member was killed. Um, You've just returned from dinner where you've been processing this with some other students. I mean, how is everyone doing? How are you guys feeling? This is such a tragedy to have happened, obviously, on your campus.
2: Yeah. um, We've all been talking to each other and like in group chats and things and um, I'm grateful that I was in my dorm um, when the alarm sounded because a lot of other people, you know, um, had much more like harrowing experiences. But I think, I don't know, I, I'm I'm still a bit anxious, um, but I don't know. I don't really know what to say. I'm it's sorry. It's okay.
1: It's been a really hard day. Mary, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. Um, And I wish you and and the other students well as you process everything that's happened today. And we will be right back after the break with Matt Talhelm, who's been in Chapel Hill covering this story all day.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout.
3: Let's hear that one more time
1: Welcome back to the WREL Daily Download. Joining me now is WREL reporter Matt Talhelm, who's been on this since the beginning in Chapel Hill. This is a developing story, so we're talking Monday night. And if there are any new details, they will be included in our coverage on com. Matt, welcome to the program. Walk us through how this unfolded from the moment the report came out. What happened? Where did it happen? What What have you learned?
3: Yeah, Amanda, uh, right around one o'clock on this afternoon, Monday afternoon, uh, UNC police got word that there had been shots fired in the Caudill Laboratories on campus. That's on South Road, just right across from the bell tower just about a block from the UNC Bookstore. So this is a very busy area here. Uh, They got that call, they responded here, immediately put the campus on lockdown. A message was sent out to everyone on campus to shelter in place. And, And we saw that when we arrived here, 30 minutes or so after that initial call, we heard a silence on campus. And it was an eerie silence. Nobody walking around, nobody out and about. All you saw and heard were police sirens and lights as more and more police came to the scene here. So that's what we saw on campus. It continued for about another three hours or so that students were told to stay in place. Everyone was staying inside their buildings. Even as we started to see students being let out of some of these laboratory buildings with their hands up to make sure they weren't a threat, police were leading them away from the building very calmly, very orderly. We talked to some students who said they just told us to walk single file out of the building and then they were able to go on from there. So it was a very um, uh, organized bit of chaos really this afternoon.
1: Yeah. And I was able to talk to some students through text messaging who were sheltering in their classrooms, in their dorm rooms. I also talked to some parents um, over the phone and, you know, it was so surreal to think, oh gosh, this is happening here. This is happening on our campus. This is happening in Chapel Hill. I mean, I'm sure you witnessed so much emotion today um, as some of those students and, and, People on that campus started to process what was happening.
3: Yeah, we saw some parents even who came to campus. They wanted to be near their children. I talked to some parents who drove in from Clayton. They had two children that were inside one of these buildings, very close to the Cotto Laboratory building where this shooting happened. And they just wanted to be here. They were sitting on a ledge across the street, just looking up at the building, waiting for their kids to come out of here. Uh, just obviously so upset by what happened here. We talked to some other students who had been inside these buildings near where all this was happening. And the, the same thing, they just were saying they could not believe this happened here on their campus. And they all said, you know, we, we see this happen. We know it can happen, but when you see it and experience it and you're, you're stuck underneath a chair or a desk for several hours, it really hits. At this is real. You know, I covered uh, Virginia Tech shootings in 2007, and you saw the the panic, the fear, and the disbelief then. And you're seeing it again now. What you know, 16 years later?
1: Absolutely. And we talked today on the air about how there was a shooting on Franklin Street back in 1995, um, and Deborah Morgan and I both covered that, um, and it. it at that time, nothing like that had ever happened, you know, in that area. And so um, it really kind of, you know, nails it home that this can happen anywhere, anytime. Pretty quickly after this, mat, this photo came out um, of the alleged suspect and a person of interest in the case, the person they were looking for. We now know somebody has been taken into custody. Um, we have a photo of that. They also talked about that at the press conference happened not far from campus. What do we know about the arrest and and what's next here?
3: Yeah, about a mile away from uh, where we are at the Cotto Laboratories is where that arrest happened. Um, WRL has been able to confirm that this person uh, who was arrested is uh, Tai Lei Chi. We uh, have talked to a student, a grad student here at UNC, who says he was in a project group with that uh, now suspect arrested um, about a year ago. They had a machine learning class and they worked together on a project. And he says this other guy that was very normal it's very you know nice to him and and he says when he saw the picture that that was who police were looking for he could never imagine that that would be someone who would go into a building on campus and shoot a faculty member or or shoot anyone or do anything like this so he was very shocked by that you know he said he didn't know a whole lot about him other than He knew he um, English was not his first language. He had come from another country where he had studied um, and said that, you know, he just was here to learn. He worked on the project with him and he was a nice guy during all of that. So we're still working to learn more about his background and and what led him here. But he has been arrested. Police have not officially released his name or um, if he has been charged and what kind of charges he would face. We have seen the FBI investigators here at the Cado laboratories still searching at this point uh here now in the evening on monday searching for a weapon around the building they have not been able to recover that at this point so uh, we continue to learn more about this investigation as this all plays out and about this person now arrested In connection with this shooting.
1: Yeah, and I mean obviously this is a developing story. Again, you and I are talking Monday evening. There could definitely be developments overnight, but as of this recording we don't have the identity of the faculty member who was killed. Um, We do know that they have made some accommodations for the students because of what they're likely to be going through and classes have been canceled, correct?
3: Yes, classes are canceled for the rest of the day, Monday, as well as for Tuesday. Um, We have seen some crisis counselors out and around the building here as the students were leaving and then once this lockdown was lifted, uh, they were out here just making sure, handing out water even, and just making sure people were okay. Um, So there will be that available to students as well so that they can you know process all this, cope with all this. Um, It got really quiet here after everyone left all the buildings and once they were allowed to go um, when the lockdown was lifted so it seems like students are back at their homes back in their dorms and and just processing this together at that point um, we are not sure if they're going to be any vigils or anything like that but um, there will be that ability to have crisis counselors here as well as no classes on tuesday
1: Well, Matt, thank you. We really appreciate your reporting on this very, very difficult story. This has been the WREL Daily Download, a production of WREL News. Check out my two true crime podcasts, What Remains, focuses on solving cold cases with forensic science. Follow the Truth is about the murder of Michael Jordan's father in North Carolina in 1993. Find What Remains and follow the truth in your podcast app. Again, thanks for listening to the WREL Daily Download.